Hello and welcome to the Howling Monkey Reads the Comics. Today is Sunday, August 30th, 2020. Let's take a look and see what's happening in the funnies together, shall we? Well, 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 it is the end of August. School has started. It's uh, the the end of actual summer. It's uh, fun times. Fun times we're all having. And I'm here with my co-host, M. M. how you doing? Good. And uh, before we, we did this today, we, we actually been watching uh, some movies. Uh, we watched uh, Beauty and the Beast again this morning. Yep. Right? Yeah. Here's my question about Beauty and the Beast for you. Is uh, how come all the people who like worked in the castle before they got turned into things had the name of the things they got turned into? I mean, that seems a little too convenient to me. Mm-hmm. That there was a Mrs. Potts, so they made her a teapot. There was a guy who was named Lumiere or Lumiere or whatever, and so he got turned into a candle. And then and then there was then there was Mrs. Chest of Drawers who got turned into uh, some some a wardrobe. Uh, and yeah. I don't know what her name was. Mrs. Chest of Drawers, that was her name. No. And and then there was Cogsworth. Mis- then there was Cogsworth the clock, and then uh, and then there was Jerry Coat Rack who got turned into a coat rack. So no, was, I don't think he was Jerry Coat Rack. <laughs> was it? Well, it was France, so it was Jerry Coat Rack. That was his name. So, no. Yeah. And then and then Chip. Chip, who was a, a broken teacup, so uh, you know that there you go, and uh, and then there was uh, <laughs> there was there hey, was, there was Bob the Oven. Food. At least he's not the food. Oh, that's true. Like poor <laughs> poor poor Sarah Eclair did not make it to the end of the movie <laughs> because she was eaten early on, which is very very sad. So Beauty Beauty and the Beast. All right, let's move on and look at our comics for the day. Our first comic is The Born Loser by Art. And Chip Sansom. In this episode, uh, the boss is talking to the born loser, and he's going, "Hey, I can't wait to go golfing." And he just goes on and on about golf. He goes, "Yeah, my," he says, "My short game is getting better. My chipping and putting are better." And the born loser goes, "Gosh, uh, my short game needs work too, boss." And he goes, "Well, let me put it this way: I think your short game is currently the strongest part of your game." And the born loser goes, "Oh, really? You think so?" And the boss goes, "Yes, but unfortunately, your short game." Is your drives off the tee? <sighs> the joke here is that the born loser is not very good at golf, and he doesn't hit it far off the tee, and so he's calling that his short game. Same, get that, you get that joke there. You play a lot of golf? Uh, no, I've never played golf. Oh, you've never played golf? Well, then, then <sighs> the joke is that he he doesn't hit it far at the first. You're supposed to hit it far. Get that? Yeah, cool. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right, our next comic today is Garfield. In this episode, oh, for okay, for some reason, there's like a, like a okay. Yes, we need to address the cover of this now. Yeah. So, so there's like he's he there's a bunch of birds on a line, and he decided to sit on the line, wearing a mask that it looks like a what does a it look like? It looks like a beak. So he's pretending. What is he doing? He's pretending to be a bird. Yeah, but they all notice pretty much. Yeah, because Garfield is is the whole joke is that Garfield is so fat that he is weighing the line down, and the birds are alarmed. But uh, don't worry, people. The this is has nothing to do whatsoever with the actual comic strip today. Um, in the strip, uh, Garfield uh, gets his, gets a teddy bear and does various things with him, like uh, looks out a window, plays checkers. Although I don't know how the teddy bear. Oh well. Taber doesn't do very well at checkers because Garfield's, you know, got all the checkers that he's jumped. They take a selfie. They sit out and watch a sunset, and they look in the fridge. And at the end, uh, Garfield's sleeping in his little in his little 
cat box. Not, I mean, not not like the not like the a, litter not, box. not the litter box, but Garfield has a little box he sleeps in. <laughs> that looks in. like a litter box. It does. It, maybe it is. Who knows with Garfield? <laughs> and uh, he says, "Any time is quality time with a teddy bear." Whoa. <laughs> Joke here. <laughs> Joke here. Is what? What are you laughing at? <laughs> it's this comic. What is there something actually funny about this? No. Well, why are you? Then why? Why are you laughing about that? Because because, because since there's nothing funny about it, it's funny. It's funny because it's not funny, and that's the that's the that is the whole the whole uh, idea behind Garfield is that it's funny because it is not funny. So there it is. Is that he likes his teddy bear? That's the joke. Our next. What is oh, this? This is a new comic. I think <laughs> this is new. This is a new. This comic. is a comic which I'm having a hard time believe exists, but it's called <laughs> The Adventures of Business Cat <laughs> by Tom Fonder. It's The Adventures of. Bi- that's exactly what it is. it's The Adventures of Business Cat, so, and it's a cat that's the human size. I think it's just a. It's person a, wearing a cat mask. That's what it looks like because he looks like yeah because his, his hands he are has, normal. He has human hands, <laughs> a cat head, and he's wearing a suit. But but he and he, there's no argument that it's cat paws at all because it's like literally hands. Okay, so it's, so it's a cat in a still. suit, and he's talking to a guy in a suit, and the guy's going. Okay, we need to strike while the iron's hot. Uh, it'll require some upfront investments, but based on my projections, we'll do well. And he goes, what do you think? Business cat. And so business cat <laughs> looks at the book. Looks at it, and it takes like him like four panels, and then one of them Wait, wait, what is he looking at? at? He's looking projected at projected earnings. earnings. And it's like a little graph, but what's on the middle of the graph? <laughs> a ladybug. There, for some reason, there's a ladybug on the graph. But uh, then it's like he's thinking, and then he's like, I love it. <laughs> That's it. Just, I love it. That's business cat. <laughs> That's business cat. <laughs> business cat. If you need an employee, business cat. <laughs> so you've written the business Just cat. Tom. <laughs> Did you like somehow get the rights to a show based on business cat and you've already written the theme song? Is that, yes. what's, is that what's happening here? I've already wrote his theme song anyway. Who cares? <laughs> okay. So business cat, the joke is that he loves it. Well, first of all, the joke is, and I assume this is the joke every time, is that, hey, look at that. It's a cat doing business. <laughs> Secondly, the, when he looks at the graph, it has a ladybug, which which interests a cat. So he says he, he loves it. And that's the adventures of business cat. All right. Our next comic of the day is Frank and Ernest by Thaves. And the concept here is that what if time travel was invented in 1600 in England? Okay. It says that in a little, little scrolly box. And, uh. So they, the Frank and Ernest are in in, in England in the sixteen hundred. They go they go visit William Shakespeare and says, "Hey, hey, let's go travel, go through, travel through time." And Shakespeare goes, "Sure, hey, let's go to twenty twenty. It's a nice round number. So that's what when is twenty twenty? The that, COVID. That's nine now. Yeah, yeah, right, right now the COVID. I feel right. Like they are just now. Yeah, they're coming. So they come. They they get they get in the time machine and they arrive in a park." Uh, in in like it looks like New York because it's a skyline. Uh, and they read a sign, um, which okay, it's weird because if you read the sign now, it blows the punchline, which is in the next panel. Uh, because they literally, <sighs> all right, so, okay, and it, and it says, uh, well, this is a very ham-fisted joke. It it's says, a, what does the sign say? Apparently, oh. A- uh, it says no Shakespeare in the park this summer. No Shakespeare in the park this summer because it's what year? 
2020. And what's going on? COVID. Exactly. So they're not having... Shakespeare in the Park is a big deal in New York where, where they do plays in Central Park. But they're not doing that this year because, you know, we're not doing we're not doing stuff like that right now because of, because of the COVID. So, so they see the sign that says, no Shakespeare in the Park this summer. And remember, they're there with William Shakespeare. And so they say... Are they friends with William Shakespeare? They must be friends with William Shakespeare. They, they literally address him as William. They, well, they, they do. They know Shakespeare. Uh, I call him, when when I was friends with William Shakespeare, I just called him Billy Shakes. <laughs> that was what I called him <laughs> when we were buddies. Uh, so they, they arrive and they go, oh, that's weird. How did they know he was coming? And why does he need to leave? And then, okay, that should be the end. That should be the end of the joke because we get it. But for those of us who are... A dumb, I guess. He goes, well, apparently you can't be here, William. The sign says, no Shakespeare in the park this summer. The joke, okay, the joke the is that The joke is you've already addressed this joke. Right, they've already, yeah. They've no, already, you, Dad, have you already addressed Did I already explain the joke? Yes. What did I, what's the explanation? <laughs> that there's no Shakespeare, okay, fine. There's no Shakespeare in the park in New York. This year, because of the, fine. But they they literally, you see the sign, and he goes, oh, you can't be here, you need to leave, huh? And then they explain it by literally just reading to us what was in the sign in the previous panel. Some people might not be able to kind of look at those writing, because it's kind of like right at the side. Whatever. But if you you can't read in this panel, then what they say in that panel doesn't make sense. It, uh, but there, uh, you can see they're reading a sign. I know, and then it says, "Hey, uh, why do you?" Oh my gosh! Because <laughs> you have to understand what the sign says in the prior in that panel uh, to get the joke in that panel, and then they they add on the same joke in the last panel, and I don't. Yeah. <laughs> whatever, man. I so the the point is Shakespeare in the park is canceled due to COVID, and that's hilarious. All right, our next comic of the day, and uh, also that like. Shakespeare has a mustache and like sideburns for some reason. He did. Well, Shakespeare and had a mustache. And isn't is like wearing like clothes that are too big for him. Well, that, that's what that's that's like a Shakespeare outfit. He's got like that little little pointy beard thing that Shakespeare had, and he's got those. That's that's a Shakespeare he got outfit. Yes. Jester pants they, on. They do look like jester pants, but I think that's that's you know Shakespearean theater pants, which <laughs> which that's my new company, ShakespeareanTheaterPants.com. <laughs> Shop there now. Uh, get 10% off if you put Howling Monkey in the coupon code. I hope there really is a ShakespeareInTheaterPants.com yes, and people try to get it. <laughs> people try to get it. A discount and they get real mad. And the people that would get mad would be like, Forsooth, lo, there be no discount here. Villainy! This is what'll happen. Villainy, this shall be. <laughs> Alas, poor discount. I get it not. All right, our next our next comic of the day is the Argyle sweater by Scott Hilborn. And as a reminder, this is not the business cat. Ah, it, uh, it is certainly not the Adventures of Business Cat, but it is also not the Far Side. In this episode, there's a truck pulling up to the zoo that has some animals in it. Uh, and, uh, uh, oh no, oh, boo. Oh my, this is horrible. Okay. So, okay. So, so the guy is saying, dude is talking to a guy in a truck and said, all the wild wildebeests, wildebeests, wildebeests. 
escaped yesterday. Most are harmless, but a few can get pretty rowdy. Rowdy, which means they can get wild, yeah. Yeah. And then the guy in the truck said, well, then I guess I've got some good news and some bad news. (sighs) And news are also known as wild. Wild beast. Wildebeest, yeah. Wildebeest. So, and it's news, G-N-U-S. Yeah, yeah so I got so, some yeah. good news and some bad news. <sighs> the joke being... Well, the, no. What's the no. It's, it's like... It, they're like homonyms, right? News and... Homophones. Homophones, whatever. What's the difference between a homonym and a homophone? A homonym is spelled the same, but is pronounced... No, I no. I don't know if that's not. right. I don't yeah, know if that's right. I don't know right. what it is, well, but homophones are... Uh, words that sound the same but are spelled differently. I'm going to assume you're right because I don't remember. But it's uh, like pin and pin. Uh, don't start with that. <laughs> it's it's so. But the joke is that news n e w s is what people usually mean when they say I've got some good news and bad news. But in this case, it's gun news g n u s. Good news. Um, and I have some and, good news and, and some and, bad good news. And some of the wildebeests are bad and some of them are good and so that means he's got some good news and some bad <sighs> news all right our next comic of the day is herman by jim unger in this case in this case in this episode uh herman's sitting in a chair with a little like a little sh- a, a cape tied over him and he goes okay just trim a little bit off the top and leave the back long and then trim the ears and then he goes and the guy's just sitting there going no, it says what? just a trim then the that, top a little leave the back long and trim around the ears right and then and he goes and then he's just sitting there and he says what's the problem um, and the guy standing next to him says i'm a dentist <sighs> the joke here wait is, how do you not know what appointment you're going to herman? no that's the, how do you not know herman or is the dentist herman no no herman is the uh is the guy in the chair, and the joke is that uh, he's not a barber; he's a dentist. And the joke is that we are set up to believe it's a a, a barber shop, but it's not. Well, but but M raises an excellent point: is that how do you arbitrarily show up at the dentist's office and think it's a barber shop? Because one, they make you sign in. Yeah. Two, Wait, do you just barge in there and say, "I need a cut"? No, you don't. No, not <laughs> you don't. And then you, you have to sign in. Then you have to sit there and watch either the Weather Channel or Fox News, depending on what the, what your dentist has in the waiting room. Then they call you back, and a hygienist like scrapes your teeth with a metal pointy it's stick. It's not that bad. And then and then, but but before the dentist even sees you, you've gone through four hundred layers of people poking you and 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 making you brush your teeth and flossing you and they floss like with like like floss they floss really hard until your no. gums bleed and then they yell at you for having bloody gums and <laughs> and then i have a I, question what is your dentist are you okay with the dentist yeah, yeah no this is i just and then and then uh, <laughs> And there's apparatus too. This it's not happens? just this blank room where there's not. Oh yeah, like, there is like seriously like it's just blue. It's just this blue. Room. <laughs> there's not that thing that they have over you with a light that they shine in your mouth while they're jabbing it with <laughs> sharp, pointy metal <laughs> sticks and. Or, or, so anyway, the, the joke here is though he thought it was a barber, but it's a dentist, and that's that's dumb all right our next comic of the day oh <laughs> it's is, a new one it's a new one it's dumb. again wait how many new ones do we have i think we added a couple new ones this time and this, but, um, this one is wt duck. duck 
<laughs> and so uh, apparently well, wait, hold on, a hold duck on. photographer. Well, wait, but let's describe this duck. <laughs> it's like, so there, in this, con- the I can't tell. I think the main duck I've, I, I don't, is the yellow one. Maybe. I don't maybe, know. I don't, but I'm not, is it, or is it that rich one? I'm not, I, I don't know because if so you look, if you two, look at the, uh, yeah. at the, at the description it's thing of it is white and black there's a one. white duck that's WT duck. Yeah. But there's no, this one's a okay. yellow duck and a so, blue duck. So there are two ducks in this comic. And uh, a rich duck, it yeah, looks and like. And he's a fancy rich duck. And how can you tell? Because he's, because he's he, wearing a top hat. He has a cane. He's wearing sandals. No, those are spats. He has spats. spats. <laughs> and, which, and, which all rich ducks wear. Including the one from DuckTales. That's, that's right. Yeah, Scrooge McDuck wears yeah, those. Every yeah. duck. Yeah. Every and rich then, like, duck. And like a little like, tuxedo, I guess. Yes, with and a bow tie. He, and he's got a cigar. Yeah. And and then the other duck has a camera and no clothing whatsoever. No clothing. And, and a camera. And and so he's and so the rich duck says, Take my picture and the the duck with the photograph says, Say cheese and the rich duck closes his eyes and says cheese and the yellow duck has took his took a picture like the painting of him. he's taking a, a, a like a painting take a painting of him he, well, it's not took, of him no of him i mean took, nope. took a picture that was his that he belong he stole a painting <laughs> from the stole. rich duck and the rich duck is 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 so angry that he's frowning and like shaking his cane no, at him no he's not though. he is he's no the, that's the vibration of the other duck oh i see i see he's not shaking his cane he but he just is frowning has like a like uh, he's got a very angry face. So the joke here is that the joke is that he said, "Take my picture," because he's had a, a camera. So the, the 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 photographer, the photographer duck, did that literally by taking his picture, not taking a photograph, but taking a picture which he owned. And it looks like a Toulouse Lautrec. I think I'm not sure what that oh. what that is. So it's a For it's a, a fancy minute, rich when picture. When we were looking at this comic, I thought he took a picture of cheese. No, that is not <laughs> that is not a picture of cheese. That's a guy sitting oh, wait, apparently at a French cafe. It it's is? sideways. It's sideways. Yeah. They say he's got his. He's just. Well, yeah, that's a dude. Uh, yeah. I don't no, know. I don't see it. I don't know why a duck has a picture of a guy at a French cafe, <laughs> but that's neither here nor nor there. Our next comic of the day. Oh, it's another new one. How many new ones can we get? Apparently, we could the 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 the, the sky is the limit because this is Inspector Danger's Crime Quiz by <laughs> Werner with Jeb Olsen. Okay. Is this just our new replacement for Slylock Fox? Yeah, because I'm I'm mad that Slylock Fox got rid of the How to Draw something. They did. Well, I haven't seen it the past couple of times. They, it's like you know, I wanted to see How to Draw a Happy Boy, and there's nothing there but like a true false about you know. True or false? Gorillas eat hot pockets, and and it's not. <laughs> no. They could. Okay, so you know. So okay, so <laughs> Inspector Danger shows up at a uh, at a crime scene where where someone was murdered, and he's talking to suspects, and he's talking to to a man and a woman, and the man says he was dead when I got here, and the woman goes nonsense, he was dead when I got here, um, and then. Then the the man says, "Yes, Uncle invited us both to talk about his will. When I got here, the door was open. I walked in and I saw Aunt Maggie at his body, staring at the knife in his chest. And Aunt, and Maggie uh, says, "Rubbish. When I got here, I saw Ernie kneeling next to the body, wiping his fingerprints off the knife. And uh, okay. And then then Inspector Danger says, "Ah, well." Two conflicting tales. Who to believe, eh? And now it's time for you 
to figure but, but it I'm, out. Okay, hold on. I feel that I've left out some information, okay? Because, yeah, I, all right. Because, yeah, in the picture, there's a, uh, when they come in, there's a, there's a coat rack that's got like, um, wet clothes. You see that? There's wet clothes that are dripping, uh, dripping off the, off the, there and onto the floor and making a mess. So that, that seems important for some reason. Okay, so. No, it's not apparently. Well, we're going to find out. It's because it's pouring rain. It's pouring rain. Yeah, 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 it is. So who do who do you believe? Who do you believe? Wait, so let's this give this a moment. Wait, so, hold on, hold on. No, let's no. give them a moment. Okay. Let's give them a moment. Okay. The audience needs to to go through this information and and solve the mystery of their own accord if they can. Okay, so give them a minute. One, two, three. Okay, that's enough. All okay. right. So I, what did you, what? I know. I I know who. I think I know who it is. Tell me. And I also have an observation. All right. Let's hear it. So, the killer was the the girl because there is no cousin where's the cousin no the he's the cousin the dude is the cousin the guy the big the big guy with the with the sweater is the cousin the other suspect yeah okay but okay but it says since aunt maggie came before apparently cousin the cousin then she says she saw cousin mm-hmm. kneeling mm-hmm. next to the body so right. it can't be and uh, she was the first to arrive. Right. So, right. yeah. That's, that's And that's, my observation. What is your observation? Is that, so the person who just came, somebody, I don't know who it is, is wearing a, I think it's the inspector, is wearing yeah. a green coat when he comes inside. No, he's not. He, there's like somebody wearing a green coat. Nobody's wearing a green Oh, that guy. Yeah, yeah. I don't know who that guy is. And, <laughs> And oh, then, that's no, that, that uh, I don't know who that is. Who's we, that? Okay, I, we don't okay. know. I don't think we should, but, they, but we see him. We do the see the same, guy with the green coat. But that's the same coat that's hanging in the, in, in the picture. It is, and that person is missing, but it's not relevant. I don't and know the, who like, that is. The same exact coat it is. is right there yeah. next to Aunt Matt. All right, well, that's a valid observation, but. <laughs> The answer is that Aunt Maggie's the killer because her coat is underneath the cousin's coat. And so, therefore, she was lying when she said she arrived and saw the cousin Ernie, uh, cousin, cousin Ernie uh, kneeling by the body. Because she couldn't have because her coat is under his on the coat rack. So, mystery solved there. <laughs> but now, we will never know who the guy in the green coat is who was running into the crime scene. No, and, seriously. Yeah, no, seriously. And his... And his like, his, it can't expector because they're wearing no they're yellow uh, yeah no they're, no they, they're yeah, they're yellow no no you're right there's a mysterious there's, <laughs> there's like a, a mysterious dude there's there's a, there's there's a third gunman involved here and he's he <laughs> is maybe the, he's the killer maybe <laughs> it's it's a it's a conspiracy we'll never know uh there's a grassy knoll by the, the house and uh, he's run off now he's like heading to the, towards the house isn't he, he? I don't know what's happening, man. man I, I don't know that we'll ever do this one again because it's too complicated. All right, our next comic of the day is Dennis the Menace, uh, and this one's entitled "The Longest Lasting Supper." That's my Quinn Martin voice. Dennis the Menace in the Longest Lasting Supper. Are you just um, trying to do the voice for uh, like Star Trek now? No, it's for Star Trek. No, it's <laughs> it's like for like Mannix. I'm doing I'm doing or Quinn like, Martin or Star Wars. In a no. galaxy far, far away, no one, Dennis the Menace was having lasting summer. Nobody, nobody <laughs> reads the thing in Star Wars. It's by, there's no, 
Well, uh, you know better. It's just the music. There's nobody reading a long time ago with a galaxy far, far away. <laughs> da, 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 da. So, sorry, I can't do more than that or I'll get sued by John Williams. All right. So, this is the longest supper of this business. And, and mom is a cooking uh, like a roast in oh, a pan. I get why it's called. And, and, okay. And, uh, uh-oh. She comes in and goes, first course, soup du jour, boys. Oh, now, we remember <laughs> from previous episodes. Oh, no, that it's the terrible soup. She doesn't make good soup, but she brings in the soup, the soup. Then she brings in a filet of beef. That's what she calls it. It's a filet of beef. Which is, which is McDonald's worst selling sandwich, the filet of beef, which is a okay. different. And so, and, and then, then fine, and finally dessert. See, I made it. And then Dennis, the menace, says, see, I made it through the whole meal. And the way to... All the way to... And all the way to the better end. The bitter end. Uh, which I... I think... Wait a minute. Because Wait. it's dessert. <laughs> what? And it's a piece of cake. It's not bitter. Which isn't bitter. But I think his joke here is that he doesn't think his mom is a good cook. But it looks to me like she Wait. is. I mean, she's... Wait, question why in every single episode now he has to mention his mom is a terrible cook i'm not a hundred percent sure that's what he's doing here but that seems to be because like in the first one he's like my mom made soup last night it was terrible that was a couple weeks ago yeah it's the bitter end i think that's the joke is that he's saying that his mom is a terrible cook but I think that's just rude because she made soup and filet of beef and even dessert. And, and, you know, it feels like they should be. Although I noticed that she's cooking filet of beef with a bottle of ketchup beside her, which Wait. which is really and, not appropriate for filet also, of beef. She also is doing it next to the soup. Well, you know, she's got she's ke- maybe she's put the, yeah, she's cooking the soup and the filet of beef at once. And and there's a bottle of ketchup. So maybe. Or is that hot? Sauce. Or is that hot? No, it's yeah. because it says there's a C, so I think it's catsup. Catsup. Ketchup. That's not how you spell ketchup. No, that, there, it's no. K. You can spell ketchup two ways for some unknown reason. It's oh. K E T C H U P, like like ketchup, like Hank Ketchum, or catsup, C A T S U P. No one knows why. And uh, but that's so. I guess the joke is that Dennis is complaining about his mother's cooking, which to all our appearances looks like it's pretty good. To be honest, yeah, not the filet beef. <laughs> I don't know. The filet beef looks John, pretty good. It's got like it's got good smell. Yeah, we, lines no, coming off of it. Steam. But um, no, I, like, we can't no, see like, soup. We can't see the soup. We yeah. can't see it. We just see that it has like yeah, and, and Dennis weird is upset bubbles about, coming from it. It does, and Dennis does seem pretty upset about the soup <laughs> for some unknown reason. But he doesn't look that mad about the filet beef. He's just surprised. I, and I guess he's happy about dessert, but I don't know why he's calling <laughs> it the bitter end. <laughs> And his dad, like when he says it, is just staring at the ceiling, like, oh, here he goes again. And mom's mad. I don't, this one makes, good luck, man. It's, uh, I think, I think the, I think maybe the joke is not that, I think the joke is that he, he had to wait for dessert, but I don't know why he calls it the bitter. In- eh, whatever. This is, Let's hope the next one's better. And the joke of and the title is the longest lasting supper. It's long and then longest the longest is is small lettering and lasting supper. It's big letters, so it appears to be making a joke about the last supper, which I don't think I don't Dennis think is, is a is a Christ like character. So uh, uh, I, I, I think I the next one will be at least a little better. Well, we can only hope. Let's find out our next comic of the day. It is oh, not. Oh, no. Yes, it oh is. man. It is. Oh Yay. no, man. I was right. 
It's a family circus. I'm <laughs> All right. This is called Grandma's Quotes. Grandma's and, Quotes. And this is one of those where, where we just see various various times where Grandma said stuff. And this is the Grandma with the with the white, the cotton white head and no, no discernible eyes. Uh, oh, yeah. She doesn't have eyes. Uh, That's weird. That is kind of weird. Although, actually, okay, in fairness... She can you can actually see them in one of the panels yeah, this but you time, can't see but them past her glasses. but usually uh, she just has white, yeah. white glasses. soulless eyes, <laughs> look through her glasses that make her look like some kind of creature from <laughs> outer space. So uh, uh, I'm an alien. So, so here's but I'll th- act like I'm a human. Here's some things. Here's some things Grandma has said over time to the to the family. Oh my. It's never, she's holding the baby PJ, and she goes, it's never too early to be hugged. You don't know when it might be too late. Oh, my God. Because kids, they grow up. They grow up so fast and don't want to be hugged. And then in the next one, Dolly is talking to Billy, and she goes, Grandma says history repeats itself. And Billy goes, yeah, she's told us that a couple times before. Because she's repeated that history repeats itself. So Uh, Grandma repeats hers. (laughs) (laughs) This is good. And then finally, okay. (sighs) Be careful. (laughs) Go ahead. Be careful how you use words and time. You can't get either of them back. Wow. Because, wow. When, all right, once you, once you <laughs> this say... This is a grandma that does not like to be fun. This... <laughs> is that when, you say, when you say something, you can't take it back because the words are out there. And time, once you've used it, is gone and it's never going to come back. Is because, this grandma going to be inspirational at all? I feel no. <laughs> See, because once you use time, that time is gone. Oh you can't go back to it because your life is just an, an inexorable march towards the grave and there's no going back and you can't take back what you say. This, and, and this grandma, uh, I, I can't believe this grandma. This, why this, are you telling kids this? That, right. Why are you telling children that they're going to die any moment now so they need to use their time wisely? Oh, man. No. Oh, grandma. Oh, oh grandma. Oh, grandma. <laughs> <sighs> I feel like I would like my time back that has been spent reading the family circus. If I, you know, if I put together a list of how much time I have wasted reading the family circus, you I, would say that it's the best time you've ever wasted. I would not. I would say no such thing. I would be depressed and sad and have to re-examine my entire life when I realize, oh my gosh, I have spent this much time reading the family circus. I could have done something better. I could have. I could have. Kicked a brick. That would have been better than that. That would have hurt your foot. But it wouldn't have hurt my soul. <laughs> Finally today, Andy Cap is drunk. This program is brought to you by Law Dog Productions, LLC. We're on the web at howlingmonkeyradio.com, where you can find our other shows and content. You can also learn about ways to support our efforts there. You can reach us through our email address, info at howlingmonkeyradio.com.